Yes, Travis. Morning. It's the day we've been waiting for. It's judgment Day. Judgment Day. In terms of onto the ball, it's Christmas Day. <laughs> this is this is the day. Liverpool versus Manchester United. Oh damn! I'm scared already. It doesn't get much bigger than this. Certainly for me and you. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. I'm actually terrified. Yeah. It's the one thing. <sighs> we just we can't lose this. You don't want to lose it, do you? Can it's the one thing on the calendar you don't want to lose. I'm scared. So we've obviously already lost the OT. So now it's at Anfield. We've got to win it. It is simple as that. The pressure is on. You win your home games, which I always, always, always say. You've won it, OT. Now we're at Anfield. We've got to be looking to win this. Because it's the old form that goes out the window, doesn't it? Yeah. I think... Um... Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt, like the home team, it, it, the onus is on the home team. What are you drinking? A latte. Mocha. A latte. Ooh, that looks quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the pressure is definitely on the home team um, to take the, to take it to the away team, to be fair. I think you've got to be winning this game, especially with the position you're in, with, with the top four aspirations, with Spurs losing and Newcastle both losing yesterday. It makes it imperative that you go out and, and start all guns blazing, really. It's interesting because I watched um, Live with Five, Steve Housen and um, Danny Murphy. I actually like Danny Murphy a lot. Out of all the Liverpool pundits, I'd say he's probably up there with my favourite, along with, obviously, Carragher, who I personally feel his top draw but I think Danny Murphy's got a very good temperament with how he speaks he likes he sees like ball with an open view like and I like some of the stuff that he says and it was interesting he said yesterday on on that show that Man United's away form against the big teams isn't great and when you think about it we've lost to City we've lost to Arsenal we've still got to go to Spurs we've still got to go to Anfield and we drew at Stamford Bridge um, with a last-minute equaliser from Casemiro. So against the proverbial big six, our away form isn't great, which puts a little bit of pressure on us going into this game um, to go and get a result. Now, if you asked me right now, would you take a draw? I know this is very controversial, but I'd actually say yes, because I know if we win, people are going to think we've still got an outside chance of the title, which we have, but I just think we just need to get a little bit realistic with it. Like we're 14 points behind Arsenal who, who are just flying. Like they had their little wobble where they dropped points against Brentford, Everton and Manchester City. And they've responded with four wins on the spin. And they were behind in two of those games in stoppage time and managed to get six points. So for me, like, I'm not saying forget the title, but, we just need to just keep going, make sure we go to Anfield and don't lose, don't give Liverpool any sort of encouragement of this top four position and just keep the run going. So if you ask me now, I would take a point, but it's probably our best chance we've got at winning at Anfield because we've not won in there in seven years. The thing is, momentum's everything. Even going into a, a game like this, when they say form goes out the window, but Man United have got all the momentum. Liverpool are, are patching results together. Uh, not just results, they're patching performances together. If you look mm. at the first 20 minutes against Real Madrid and then the subsequent 70 minutes, that was two different teams. Chalk, chalk and cheese. Um, and not knowing what one is going to turn up today, 
is is going to be the, the key factor. I know that Anfield crowd will make a massive difference, or at least I hope they will. Yeah. And it'd be the same at OT. Um, when we went to OT, obviously after last season, I went there expecting the win. But I think we underestimated the crowd, the occasion. I know there was a lot going on at, at the time with the Glazers. Um, there was rumours they were going to try and abandon the game again or get it called off like they did the, the year before. Um, so it was almost like if Man United didn't win that game, I remember saying it to you at the time, I, there would have been a riot, wouldn't there? Yeah. And it ended up being, for me, the catalyst for the players on the pitch yeah, to put in a performance in it. And it surprised everyone. Definitely me. Did it surprise you? Oh, yeah, I didn't know where that performance came from, especially after the first two games. We'd just been spanked by Brentford away 4-0. Um, and at that time, I was still sort of buying into the messages that the team was being not picked on merit. There were certain players like Maguire and McTominay that had to play every game. And when those boys, when when he dropped Maguire from the starting lineup, I was like, hello, hold on a second. The alarm bell started ringing. I was like, has he been given the license to sort of pick his own teams and stuff? Because there was a there was a little conspiracy in the back of my mind, like that Maguire had to play and McTominay had to play and all these <laughs> players and Ronaldo had to play. And I think there is some truth to it. But I think that was just a little bit of an Ollie thing. And he just sort of went with it. Do you know what I mean? It was his own signing. He was not ever going to drop an £80 million signing of his own. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's the advantage Ten Hag had when he came in. After a couple of games, he had seen enough. He had seen what the fans had been watching for three years. He's like, I'm not playing this guy. And just <laughs> dropped him straight away. Went with the Varane and Martinez. And like you said, it was a huge catalyst for us. It was a huge result that we got. And, and I think it sort of sparked us into life. And we've just gone from strength to strength um, from that point. Like I said, we've lost a couple of games in between away at Arsenal and away at City. Um, so again, like you said, it's not any great disgrace to go to those games necessarily and not win because on the day, they, well, those two teams are setting the pace at the top of the league. Do you know what I mean? We are still some way off those in terms of the overall squad and stuff. But today is huge just for many reasons. Bragging rights to start with. Do you know what I mean? It's a game you just don't want to lose for that for that sense. It means so much to both sets of fans. Um, I just hope there's no sort of crowd trouble and stuff like that and they can keep the game clean. But... I think it's important that there is a little bit of an edge to the game as well. A few flat tackles flying in early doors and stuff, really setting the tone. Um, and and I hope it makes for a great game. The thing is, there's a, a new angle to bragging rights these days, isn't there? Bragging yeah. rights 10 years ago used to be in the pub for three hours after the game. Then you yeah. go about your business. But now with the group chats... Social I don't media. even want to be in. I'll be, <laughs> muting. I'll be muting every group chat if we do not win today. And I mean man. win. A draw oh, will not man. be enough for us. We we need to make the home advantage count. Um, yeah. But how how confident are you going into the game with your, your first 11? Let's just talk about it like the first 11 because obviously from a Liverpool point of view, we played every game last season. Um, we were limping through to the end. I know it's only March now, but obviously I'm yeah. hoping that there's a bit of a burnout for Man United being in so many competitions. And this is just a bridge too far today in a in a ferocious Anfield. That's what I'm hoping for. But I'm probably I'm probably peeing in the wind to be honest because <laughs> you, rested, you rested half your first team on Wednesday, didn't you? Yeah, there are there are rumours that Varane and Luke Shaw are going to have late fitness tests. 
so they might not make it, which would be a huge blow, especially to have Varane out. But I think um, it was going to be a test. Yeah, for him, I'm sure. Sorry, mate. I was just reading the comment. My main man, Matty Rodwell, is in the comments. I've just put it on the screen up the United Reds. Cheers for tuning in, Matty. How you doing, Matt? Um, let us know your score prediction, Matty. Um, sorry, Trav. Carry on. No, what no, no. You're all right. Varane's yeah. out. Well, he's having a late fitness test for Rand and Luke Shaw. So <laughs> if they're both out, it could be Malassia Lindelof. If it's just Varane out, it could be Shaw centre-back Malassia, which we've done quite a few times on the road against some of the smaller teams and it's been a success for us. Um, but I think Varane being out would be a huge blow, especially with the pace that Liverpool have got. If Nunes, Gatto and, and Salah, yeah, it'd be huge for Liverpool. It'd be a huge boost. But um, it's interesting, like you said, because a few podcasts ago, we were talking about the fixture pile-up and the, game, the amount of games that we have. And I did say then, in a strange way, because UNOB sort of asked um, what you think United should prioritise going forward. And I said, in a strange way, we might have to sack the league off. And I agree with that, in a way. It's sort of, it's come to that point where... I'm not saying it doesn't matter if we lose. It does matter if we lose today. But I think with the other competitions, the home draw against Fulham in the quarterfinals of the FA Cup, a, um, a two-legged tie against Betis, and not that many strong teams left in that competition, only really Arsenal, who I think should pose Man U any sort of great danger, especially over two legs. I think those two competitions are a little bit more realistic than the league at the minute. Um, but that, again, you, you can't put that aside. I think the mentality we've got, like you said, going back to your question in terms of how confident we are, Ten Hag will be confident whether those players are out or not. I think he's going into every game believing that he can win every game and he wants to win every game as well. I think you can tell with the lineups that he's been picking in most of the fixtures over the past three to four weeks, he's gone very strong. And I think he's surprised a few people, especially in the Carabao Cup. He was picking really strong lineups um, at home. Mm -hmm. And I think today it will pick the strongest team and he'll go out to just go and win today's game or try and win today's game at, at the very least. So I think we're going into it very confident in great form. Again, like I said, we had a pivotal week against Leicester, Barcelona, second leg, the cup finally has come through. At, he's won every single match. Um, so I think, and then we bit, we won the FA Cup tie against West Ham when we were sort of struggling in that game with about 12 to go. So I think he'll go into the, today's game full of confidence. Um, with Man United, do you think, like you say, he was going strong in the League Cup. Mm. Do you think the, the target at the start of the season was get a domestic cup, League Cup or FA Cup, top four comfy, and then that'll be a decent season. Do you think it surprised Ten Hag how well it's gone? Yeah. And do you think the way Arsenal and Man City just keep winning, you are literally one loss or dropped points away from saying, yeah, we're, we're not in a title race and it is all focused on the FA Cup and Europa League? I think so. I think so. With the, This is what I mean. Like we, You talk about your own team's form. You've got to look at what's ahead of you. And Arsenal and Man City, well... Man City a little bit less so, but the way Arsenal just keep grinding these wins out, um, is just it's just gonna make it very difficult for us to claw back two teams, to be honest with you. I think the title's a very, very, very long a big long shot. It's, it's I just don't think that's gonna happen for United. If we win today, it's gonna fill us full of confidence. Like I said, we'll go eleven points behind Arsenal with a game in hand. But then even if we win the game in hand, eight points, it is it's three losses 
Arsenal haven't lost three all season. Do you know what I mean? What makes us think they're going to lose three in 12 games? Do you know what I mean? They've gone they've gone literally 26 games and they've lost two matches. So why people think they're just going to lose three in the last 12? I just, I just can't see it. I really can't see that at all. And same with Man City. They would have to do more or less the same. They'd have to lose two. Arsenal would have to lose three. And we'd have to win every game. Like, it's just very unlikely. So, um, yeah, I think the cup competitions are going to be the priority for Man United. But in, today's like a one-off cup final. It, it's just so huge to the fans. It's just, you don't want to go to Anfield and get beat because you just won't hear the end of it for at least a couple of weeks anyway. So it's just so important that we go there today and not lose. Uh, Matt, he's in the comments. He's going 2-1 United, Rashford and Fernandez. And then he's followed it up by saying, don't care who scores for Liverpool. <laughs> oh. Honestly, I, the thought of a Man United win today, I mean, we've had a wretched season anyway. It, there's been nothing to shout about. I've said before, we need to put down like a, an, a sick dog and just get to June as fast as we can and then see what happens in the transfer market. I'm hoping for a June Bellingham. <laughs> what I did there. I June Bellingham. June get him in early and start preparing for the preseason. Um, but unfortunately, we've still got three months of the season to go. And Liverpool, this I mean, this game, I honestly don't know what way Jurgen Klopp's gonna go. Jamie Carragher said that he wouldn't have played by Setic in the Merseyside Derby. Klopp did, and he was man of the match. Would this be a game too big for his his young shoulders to be in the midfield the way the midfield's functioning I don't think so but he might go for a bit more experience in there and you know what experience means at the minute we haven't got any experience 27 28 year olds the experience I'm talking about is is Fabinho anchoring the CDM with Milner and Henderson on either side I'm begging you play that midfield mate <laughs> <laughs> I'm begging you play that midfield mate if I'm not mistaken, that was the midfield um, that we played when we smashed your 5 0 at OT. I think Kaita um, played because he's Kaita. Scored. Do you know what? But it was Milner and Henderson. It was Kaita, Milner, and Henderson. And then we went with it again at OT at the start of the season. And you could see what Klopp was trying to do. He was almost trying to mirror the, the team from the season before. And he got it mm. totally wrong. Henderson and Milner looked like they'd aged overnight. I'm praying he doesn't go for that that today um i do probably agree with getting the captain in there henderson he didn't play on wednesday night i'm pretty sure that's because he's saving him for today so it would be henderson fabinho and bicetic i think the badge will get the nod um but would that be a, enough against casemiro backed up with fred um but i asked you in the stream on wednesday night do you think he would do a formation change a bit more conservative 4-3-3 or he He'll stick to his four-two-three-one and be be going for the win. Um, I think it might harm our preparation if he does change it a bit because Man United have been quite rigid in the formation. So obviously, all we can do is prepare on how they've set up for the last ten games or so. But it might throw a spanner in the works if they change it, um, and that that would obviously bring be bringing a veg horse out, wouldn't it? It's either a veg horse or an extra midfielder of McTominay. So McTominay, Fred and Casemiro, do you think? Yeah, I'd, I just don't see the need for us to put an extra midfielder in there because I don't think it's like with the midfielders we've got, 
obviously when we lose possession, I expect Bruno to sort of drop in and make that three anyway. I just don't think the midfield you've got is necessarily going to outrun us. I don't think it's technically necessarily better than us. Um, even with Bicetic and that playing, maybe if you had like a younger Henderson with a genie in there and and and, and I felt you were going to outrun us, then I'd say probably you might make a tactical tweet, but I don't think you would do that. I think it's interesting, the comments that you just said in regards to that first game at Old Trafford and, and saying that Klopp tried to sort of mirror the previous year's performance. That just shows how bad we actually were. Like, because it, because he wouldn't have known what to expect from Ten Hag. Do you understand? So there's a new manager coming in. He wouldn't have known what to expect. He couldn't go off. Well, he went off the previous year's performance. And, and it's not an arrogance because I can't really blame Klopp for that. We were that bad. Do you know what I mean? I oh, definitely. Us. You lost the yeah. first two. It was only yeah. the third game of the season, was it? Wasn't it? So yeah. Ten Hag, it wasn't even Ten Hag's stamp on the team yet. No. So exactly. if anything, that that massive game, it was just too early in the season for Liverpool. Yeah. Anyway, Man United obviously played really well. But what? But where we are now compared to how bad we were in that five nil, like I just. I literally can't even remember it. It was just that bad. Like I could just I remember watching the game. I know you can. I can remember watching the game on the TV and I was just like looking at the TV blank. Like, is this even real? Like it felt like I was watching a film. I couldn't believe it. Just goal after goal going in. And we were just non-existent in terms of a competitive nature. Like you watch Man United now, we might not win every game, but we compete in every game. Do you know what I mean? You can see that the lads are just fighting out there. That's That was just the bare minimum I expected from, from a Man United team. So, yeah, I don't think we'll make any tactical tweaks. Again, with Newcastle losing and Spurs losing, we, we want to take advantage of that. But I think it gives a little bit of breathing space to us, should we go there and get beat, that the teams behind us, besides the resurgent Liverpool, you have to say they are resurgent, do you know what I mean? I know you, you've won three out of the last four, you've not conceded. Obviously, I know that Palace game, you were disappointed not to win that game. And it was a little bit of a bump in the road. But if you go and win today... That's five oh, yeah, unbeaten. Today, Do you know what I mean? Today, if you go win today, stamp on it, that there's some sort of resurgence, as you call it. Yeah, they yeah. do that. But in terms of the performances, not no, not, not yet. Not I wouldn't say we're any optimism yet. Which to, obviously today would for sure. Um, but this is the the wonderful thing about the beautiful game, isn't it? If Ten Hag comes to Anfield setting up like he always does and gets a negative result, he will get Pretty some stick. Yeah. For underestimating Anfield, not setting up more conservatively, not picking a team in a formation depending on the opposition. So, it, I mean, that's that's the great hindsight thing about football, isn't it? If he comes and changes formation, gets a result, he'll be lauded as this football genius, which he's getting a lot of uh, compliments at the minute. And if he doesn't and goes four two three one with his normal and gets patterned up. But this is this is why it gives us things to talk about after the game, isn't it? I think it's I think it's an intriguing tactical battle because like Liverpool aren't a team that normally play through the midfield if if they don't want to. Like they can go direct, like and they get a lot of joy with the likes of Salah in the channels and Nunes and Diaz when he's fit, and they utilize that sort of individual one v one battle, like Salah against any fullback in the league and Diaz on it when he was fit against any fullback in the league for pace, you'd fancy him down the side. So I think that's where you'll sort of look to get joy. And for the same time, we will sort of look to get joy on the counter-attack in the sides because your fullbacks generally do push a little bit higher 
than most teams and will look to exploit Rashford and Anthony in the side. So I think that's where the game's going to be won and lost. We talk about the midfield battle. Your your strengths generally pressing in midfield and ours isn't like playing through the lines and stuff like that. So I think the midfield's going to be bypassed a lot. I'm not saying there's going to be a lot of long balls today, but I think you'll see a lot of calculated balls in the sides. Liverpool will just look to get Salah isolated and Nunes isolated 1v1 against our fullbacks because I'd fancy Salah against Luke Shaw for pace, certainly. Um from an offensive standpoint, if you're looking at where Liverpool can win this game. But it's certainly not going to be Liverpool outplaying and outpassing Man United in midfield. I'd be very surprised if you saw that today. But I think you have got the opportunity to get sort of Nunes and Salah in, in between the centre-backs and the full-backs and cause dan danger in behind and in between those lines there in that sense. So it, I think the midfield's going to be bypassed a lot today. And it could be all action. I think it's going to be all action, to be fair. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, you talk about like the front three of Liverpool, and and again, that's going to be a big question for Klopp. Firmino's obviously fit again, even though he's announced he's leaving, which he's been an incredible servant yeah, for yeah. Liverpool. Um, really going to miss him. He's he's come to Liverpool. He's won everything. So just yeah, quick shout out for Bobby Firmino. What a yeah, guy! Uh, and a quick shout out to the viewers. We've got eight people watching. Let us know in the comments how you think the game's going to go. Let us know what you think the score will be. Uh, Matty says he doesn't care who scores for Liverpool, <laughs> as long as Man United are winning 2-1. Um, yeah, in terms of Man, Man United, again, just like Liverpool don't know what kind of Liverpool are going to turn up, I bet Man United don't either. Because we've got the potential, as we've seen in the first 20 minutes against Real Madrid, to blow anyone away. We just don't know if that team is going to turn up, if we're going to have mm. that confidence, if we're going to be set up right. Um, if we're going to be at it, we're going to have the confidence from the last four games, the clean sheet, hopefully has given us some confidence. You just don't know what Liverpool is going to turn up. Um, but I, I do predict we're going to go back to the, the three up front of Nunes off the left, Gakpo in the middle and Salah on the right. But at the same time, it wouldn't surprise me if Klopp tried to do something a little bit cute and maybe dropped a Firmino in there um, instead of Gakpo because he, he knows Man United inside out. Um, he's been there. He's done it. Gakpo was obviously heavily linked to Man United, so I'd love nothing more for him to start and get a goal. Of yeah. course I would. Um, Nunez has obviously been criticised in, in the socials um, quite a few times. <laughs> I think Gakpo. I think Gakpo's actually done that Firmino role very well in the last few games. To be honest, yeah, he is. He's coming into his own. Yeah, but I'm actually surprised that he's been able to adapt to that sort of false nine, that Bobby Firmino role, especially in the game at home against Everton. He was dropping in really, really well, like in between that little pocket of space between the midfield and the centre-backs. And he was so difficult to pick up and that allowed sort of Nunes and Salah to make those runs from out to win. Similar to when you had Mane, Firmino and Salah, those runs that they used to make off the ball. I think you're seeing that a lot more now. So you can see Klopp's trying to get that sort of, I say old style because he's not, he's not changed the way he's want to play. Like you said, you probably haven't got the midfield that he wants in order to be able to press, to win the ball back high up the pitch like you used to. So the midfield is crippling you a little bit. But I think um, you can see what, um, 
Klopp's trying to do with Gakpo. And I'm surprised how sort of quickly he's adapting to that side of his game. Because I know he's got other elements that that are quality in terms of his running power and his linking. But dropping as deep as he's getting it, turning, facing the foot play and linking with players that way is, is I think that's why you're seeing sort of the best out of Salah and Nunes at the moment. I think he's been instrumental. I'd be very surprised if Gakpo didn't start today. Um, I think he deserves to start. I think he's been playing well for Liverpool quite recently. And I think it might be a little bit of a risk to put Bobby in from the start today because he's not had a lot of football. Um, and I think what what man you don't like is pacing behind. Um, obviously, I know Varane, if he's not playing even more so, that's going to be even scarier for United. But when, when we get exploited, we play a we can mix it up. Sometimes we can drop a little bit deeper, but generally we will try and play a little bit higher than than the average back line. So with those pushing up, I think we're going to need all the pace that we can because Liverpool are scary up front in terms of the pace. Um, we have mixed it up quite a few times for the odd game. I remember against Man City, we've kind of tried a 4-2-4 and we've done it against Arsenal away as well. So mm. you can't rule out that Firmino would join the front three of Gakpo. Um, and it might be a bit of a 4-2-3-1, which on the last stream I kind of hinted that if Klopp does sign a couple of midfielders, we could see a switch to 4-2-3-1. Um, and, like and Firmino have, in the hole? Well, Firmino will be gone. So next season, obviously the dream would be someone like Bellingham and Caicedo, two midfielders, Gakpo in the hole. Nunes, uh, sorry, Diaz left, Salah right, Nunes up top. All right, okay. Um, I mean, because, yeah, I mean, Klopp must have a plan for, for when they're all fit to keep them all happy. And and it has kind of thought, is is he looking at a formation change? And we could see a variation of that today. I don't think he will, but we could. Um, but, yeah, the, the pacing behind Man United, of course, that, that is one of our strengths that we're going to be looking to get Nunes and Salah into the game as much as they can. And that's not, not discounting Jota. Jota start, started on Wednesday night, which I imagine would be because he's not starting today. So Gakpo would come back in, but I wouldn't be surprised either way. I just can't wait to see the starting lineup. I'm uh, just going to jump in the comments. Malia is there. I always see Malia on Instagram. How you doing, mate? Good to I see you. Malia. Thanks for the support. He says 2-2 two -two draw would be great or a win for Liverpool. Uh, Malia is an Arsenal fan. Ah, <laughs> so I presume he, he means to, <laughs> he, he just wants to tick Arsenal off um, mm. is in a tighter race with Man City so if he can just dispose of Man United so it's a two horse race I, I gather and yeah. Goguma is in Goguma how you doing we followed each other on Instagram she's the best I met her through Football Ferreira thanks for tuning in how you doing Goguma she says enjoying your preview it'll be a fun game to watch Goguma, it really will. Like I said to Travis first thing when I woke up this morning on the group chat, it's almost the unknown. It it really could go any way. It wouldn't surprise me, honestly, if Liverpool won 3-0 and it wouldn't surprise me if Man United won 3-0. It's just one of them games where you do not know what way yeah, it's going to so go. Unpredictable. It, it's going to be... Um, it's going to be a great game for the neutrals. I just hope it's a great game for me. And obviously, Trav <laughs> thinks likewise for him. I'm going to be hiding behind the couch, man. I might not be able to watch it, mate. I'll be too nervous. Honestly, I get nervous for games, especially big games like this. I get really nervous, really bad anxiety with it. Probably go too mm -hmm. far with it, to be honest. But 
yeah, you're just desperate to win. You're just desperate to win these games. But That's we'll, football, we'll isn't see what it? Happens. it? It is. Uh, she says she's great. Hope you're both well too. Oh, we are. Good. Thank you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> unpredictable. Um, but one thing from Wednesday night that I was delighted about is that Kanate is back in the starting lineup to partner Van Dyke. The guy yeah. is he's just a man mountain. Uh, but not only is he a man mountain, he's got fantastic pace to go with the strength. And that will be a massive plus for Liverpool today. Matip has fallen off somewhat in the last couple of months. Joe Gomez mm. has got form issues. He seems to get the most stick off the back of a negative result. Certainly against Real Madrid, he got absolutely put on toast and roasted on socials. And I don't think he's played since. Um, but then obviously Trent and Robbo will be the fullbacks. Um, Travis, hmm. it's that dreaded moment. Score prediction time. Score prediction. I'm going to go 1 1. 1 1. No 1 1 1. Yeah. Sitting on the fence today. I think it's going to be 1 1. I think. You'll take the lead in the game, we'll equalise, and there'll be some huffing and puffing. I think it'll finish one all, and I'd be delighted to just get out of Anfield without a loss and just move on from it, mate. I'd the be delighted is, with that. If we if we'd done this match preview at 3:30 and could see the lineup, <laughs> I might change it. I bet both of us would change our predictions. Yeah, right? So much is gonna depend on that lineup. Obviously, I'm praying. That Maguire would get the nod over Lindelof. That's not going to happen, is it? No, no, no. I'd change my um, prediction immediately. I'd change, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'd change my prediction immediately. I mean, obviously, I yeah, a dream. A dream for Liverpool would be um, Wambasaka, Maguire. Martinez, Martinez is, is fit, isn't he? So he's going to yeah, play. He's fit. He's fit. Uh, Malassia. But obviously, it could be either Wambasaka or Dalla. Can you flip a coin over there, mate? Or are you? I think Wambasaka will. I think Wambasaka will play just for his defensive qualities for today. Um, and his so pace Varane, and recovery. Varane, Martinez, Shaw. Well, That's the yeah. best case scenario for you. The worst case scenario for us. Yeah, I think so. And I think we'll. I think naturally we'll drop a little bit deeper today as well. Because we've got so much pace on the counter-attack, it just doesn't make sense trying to defend high and exposing yourself. Do you know what I mean? I think Liverpool went through a period of that um, earlier in the season where they just carried on defending high. I can remember watching the highlights against Brighton and stuff, and you were just defending really high and just getting outpaced and behind. I don't think we'll be that naive today. Liverpool are still a dangerous side, especially with the pace, like I said, in the flanks. And we won't take any risks today. I think it'll be. I think that's why Vegorst will play as well because we'll try and press. Be interesting to see if you do try and play out from the back because quite recently I think you've made a few mistakes trying to play out. Vegorst, big quality, is pressing. He doesn't score goals, but he can get in your face. He will stop you trying to play out. And it'd be interesting to see whether you do start Canate today. Is he fit, Canate? Yeah. Yeah, he'll probably play then. I don't think he'll play Joe Gomez then because he, if Joe Gomez was playing, I'd probably fancy like Vegas to force him into a few mistakes today. So, but yeah, he won't, he won't get much change out of Van Dyke from a physical um, aspect. But all he can do is just make himself a bit of a nuisance and hope he can distract a few of the boys so Rashford and Anthony can get some joy. Uh, big up to 10 viewers in the chat. I've got a couple of my lads jumped in. Really appreciate the support, lads. Dan from Two Blues is in. 
Big up, lads. Huge game today. You're telling us, Dan. I tell you what. I know. Join us at half six, Dan, please. We're going to be in here no matter who wins, okay? They'll either be me in tears or Travis in tears. (laughs) Uh, I think OB is going to be joining us. Um, and there's nothing better viewing than an angry fuming OB, let me tell you. Goguma <laughs> uh, says, Kanate, I really like Firmino too. Yeah, me too, Goguma. I just said to Travis earlier, I'm not sure if you're watching that. It would not surprise me if Bobby Firmino got the start here, got the nod due to experience against Man United on this big occasion. Um, Gakpo would maybe be on the bench, but I don't know. I just can't wait to see the see the starting lineup. Man United, Casemiro and Garnacho. Mm. What's your score prediction? Uh, I will let you know in one moment. <laughs> <laughs> Strasbourg, Steve. 10 TV Stevies in. My man, thanks for joining, mate. What's good, fellas? Doing, yeah, Steve? we're good, mate. We're just we're just getting warmed up for the game, mate. It's going to be seismic. It's going to be huge. Uh, Stevie says it's 1-1 Rashford Salah. A good show. Dan says he'll be here, bro. He's going to tune in. It could nah. be TV gold. Um, for in terms of entertainment and watching the poddy, obviously we're hoping one one of the team wins. If it's yeah. one each, it'll be a bit of a a damp squib. Um, <laughs> there won't be much to talk about. We want to see one of us in pain, really. Yeah, we want to see the pain, don't we? Yeah, we and it could pain. be good. Um, but yeah, in terms of a score prediction. I could get up my Super 6 now. I'll show you. I've predicted 2-1 to Liverpool. I'm always going to back us at home. We have to win at home. We simply have to win at home. It's as simple as that. We need it more than ever now. Spurs are dropping. Newcastle are falling off. It's almost like that chase for the fourth place is opening up and it's ours to take if we want it. And The results have been brilliant, haven't they, for you? Well, the results have been good. They've been positive the last four games, three wins and a draw. The performance is not so much, but it does feel like there's this inevitability. And I hope I've not just put my foot in it, but there's this inevitability that we're going to finish fourth. And we always finish a a season strongly. If you look back for the last five years, pipped to the title by Man City twice by a point. We finished strongly. I think we won the last 10 games on both occasions. The year we had no centre-backs, we finished the season strongly, finished third in the end. Third, didn't you? Yeah, yeah the header from Allison. We always finish strongly. And I've just got this feeling that Luis Diaz is going to come back as well, which will be like a new sign-in, as the saying goes, Yeah, and reinvigorate us. And we'll finish strongly, finish fourth. But it starts today. Absolutely, we have to beat Man United today. Salah seems to be finding a bit of form. So I'm going to put some scorers... Um, behind my 2-1 prediction. I think Salah and Nunes. Nunes is turning into the player we hoped he would be. I don't know if Dan's still in the chat, but he's a big critic (laughs) of Nunes. You have as well, Travis. You've been a big critic. But as it's turning out, um, when the team's read out, he's the first name I look for now. Before Salah, before Van Dijk. And, And that must... That must tell me how much I rate him and how much of an influence he's having on this team, but also how much of a threat he is to defences 
I don't know about you, but I, I can't imagine any defences want to play against Darwin Nunes when he's at full throttle with that pace in behind. And I really think he's finding his place on the left. I'm so interested to see yeah. how he integrates Luis Diaz and Nunes in the same side. You presume Nunes would go straight back in, in the middle. That that's that was the interesting point I was going to raise because we were sort of questioning the manager and saying why was he playing on the left as opposed to through the middle, but it's actually working so well with Gakpo dropping so deep and taking center halves away, and he just springs and runs into that space that's vacated. It's it's working perfectly, and I think Wambasaka, if there's one criticism of his defending, it's switching off of the timing of the run. So like if Gakpo drops in and sort of takes a Varane or a Martinez with him and Nunes darts into that space, Wambasaka's got to be really alert towards that because he's not good at defending the far post and he's not good at following people over long distances. He's poor. His recovery is good, mm-hmm. but with Nunes, you might not catch him. That's the risk. Um, so so Wambasaka has to be on his metal today against Nunes. I'm looking, I'm probably looking forward to that battle more than any other other over the pitch. Um, mm. to be honest, I think that's going to be the, the key battle, one of the key battles of the game, to be fair. And then obviously Rashford Trent, the other side, is going to be very, very intriguing. Um, that's what makes it even more important that Kanate is back for me to be helping Trent on that side with Marcus Rashford and the threat he is undoubtedly going to pose because he's in the form of his life. Uh, Dalaval was in the comments. He's a Liverpool fan. Cheers for joining Dalaval. You're the man. Uh, I see a 2-2, but I want to beat Man United. He's a Liverpool fan. Big up. Um, Goguma, big up Dalaval. Yeah, really pleased you're both here. Really appreciate it. Matty's still with us. Cheers for watching all the way, Matty. You are the absolute man. <laughs> Travis. Um, and for those that have watched Onto the Ball before, Travis is, um, it's like he's got the Back to the Future almanac and he knows <laughs> what the, what the score is going to be. He very rarely gets a score prediction wrong. So he said one each, but Matt's asking, so what would the prediction be if Scott's not about? Do you do Super 6, Travis? Um, I used to. I've not done it for a while. I got a new because if you do it, I, I want you to get that. it out and hold it up to the camera and show what you've predicted. <laughs> I haven't done it for. I haven't done it for for a number of months now. Um, to be fair, but no, that's a funny question actually. What would the score prediction if Scott wouldn't be here? Unfortunately, Matt, it would be the same. To be fair, that's more like I'm hoping we draw. I do, I'm confident we'll get something from the game. I really am. I, I'm. I'm not. I can't stick my neck out and say we're definitely going to be. Liverpool I just never have done even no matter what the difference is between the two teams in the league whenever we go to Anfield it's the one game where you're just never sure what's going to happen I mean the last time we won there was seven years ago under Louis van Gaal do you know what I mean we've been there on many occasions even in the Europa League we went there under van Gaal got smashed and then since then we've just not even looked like winning a game to be fair under Mourinho even who's one of the best defensive coaches out there um we, we didn't get a result. So today's going to be tough. Let, let's not kid ourselves. You know what I mean, I know Liverpool aren't on the best form in comparison to United. All the momentum and everything points towards United going to get a, a result at Anfield, but we can quite easily come unstuck there. So I'm going to throw a little bit of caution to the win with this one. I've gone with 1-1. I would be happy with one all If we can somehow go there and get a, a positive result like a win, then geez, we it's going to give us a huge, huge boost going into the final 13 games of the season because 
anything can happen. I mean, we'd, we've got Southampton next at home in the league. If we can win today and beat Southampton, that takes it back to eight points with 12 games to go. And with Man City and Arsenal still having to play each other, then I think there will be a, a little bit of belief of that outside chance. But if we lose today, it's over. That's it then. It's all said and done. Um, and the thing about predictions is you want to see the team first, don't you? Yeah. Because, mm. you know, if if there was something crazy like Nunes had picked up uh, an injury and didn't play or he tries to be a bit clever and put Milner in for a bit more industry in midfield or in the Canate, Nunes. anything. Canate picked up another knock and Joe Gomez is in. Or the other way, Varane um, hasn't passed the fitness test, neither is Shaw. If we've seen Maguire anywhere near the starting eleven, if Ten Hag tries to be cute and do something a bit different away from I hope the Pogba's in, I hope Pogba's in the crowd today. He just starts putting juju on the players, mate. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. Just start putting juju on the Liverpool players, mate. We need them all injured in the warm-up. Have to play your academy or something, but... Yeah, it's we've not it, mentioned Pogbalatelli in a long time, have we? <laughs> I know we haven't. Yeah, I know. But yeah, um, it, hopefully it's a good game. Oh, it's going to be. It's going to be huge, no matter what. Um, mm. We're going to wrap it up there, guys. That's pretty much all the talking is done. We've talked the talk. Now it's over to the players to walk the walk. Please join us at six thirty tonight. We're going to be jumping on here straight after the game. Six thirty. Win, lose, or draw. Whether you're a Man United or Liverpool fan. We will be here. One of us might be in tears, but I can guarantee we'll be here no matter what. None of us will flake out, okay? So have a great Sunday. Enjoy, Enjoy the, the game. game. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in about seven hours. Cheers, Travis. You're the man. Peace. Cheers, guys.